see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its border regions. To learn more about this program and other programs on KUCI, log on to KUCI.org. My name is Anne. You're listening to Operation Community Stimulus. We have with us here in the studio today three guests. They're going to be speaking to us about the, is this the Orange County Cham- uh, Hispanic, is that right? Yes, it's the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Carlos, I know that you've brought some uh, people with you. Um, Munoz? Yes, it's Carlos Munoz. And could you uh, uh, kind of clue us into your guests, kind of identify them to us? <laughs> sure. Today with us we have Nadia Paredes, with, who works uh, with AFLEC, and she's uh, a board member with the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We also have Mitch Siegel with Nine Dot Marketing, who's also on the board with the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Hi, Ann. Well, thank you guys for coming in. Thank I've, you. I've thank had you. you guys thank on you. My, I've had you on my radar a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Carlos, you know that. <laughs> yes, yes. We were going back and forth on LinkedIn. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm real excited to, un, you know, to share with you guys. Uh, from what I can tell, then, the, the chamber is made up of a lot of different business members. Is that what makes this chamber? Yes. Maybe uh, one of you guys could share with me a little bit of history about um, the chamber. Well, um, you want me to take that, Carlos? <laughs> Go ahead, Mitch. Take, take that question. <laughs> um, the chamber is actually celebrating its 26th year, mm-hmm. and it's based in Santa Ana, but as I explained to you offline, uh, it really covers the whole county. So there's uh, member businesses and individuals from all over the county as the Latino population is, is moving around. The uniqueness now, though, is that we're really trying to be diverse and be interactive with everybody. We're, we're saying that it's inclusive, not uh, exclusive. A lot of uh, a lot of people feel that uh, or think that you have to be Latino uh, to participate in the Hispanic Chamber, and I'm proof uh, to tell you that <laughs> it's not you the case. It's not the case. So um, everything from small businesses uh, like uh, Carlos's and mine to large companies like Nidia, who works for Aflac, mm-hmm. a lot of the banks. Um, we've got Disney. We've got several wow. really top-notch companies that are actually represented throughout the um, throughout the chamber and on the board. How long have you guys each been with the the chamber? I'm closing in on 10 years. The wow. fall will be 10 years for me. And I've been with them for about three years. Okay, not The same for me, about three years. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been hearing some great things about it. I've ran into some people out in the business community myself, and, you know, they've said some good things about you guys also. I know you guys have a lot of programs that you're, you know, you, active, you know, actively do a lot. Could you share with us maybe some of the programs that you guys are involved with? Sure. Um, currently, we have several committees that um, we have developed through the chamber. Um, we have committees such as the ambassador committee, and part of the ambassador committee, we always pick a an ambassador of the year who we award at one of our events, which mm-hmm. Mitch will talk about a little bit later. And we happen to have Nadia Paredes, who is the ambassador of the year. So Thank I'm going to have Nadia talk a little <laughs> bit about her experience being an ambassador 
and what the chamber has done for her and her business. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I started with, with the chamber about, like I said, three years ago, and I was introduced to this, this organization through this committee, actually, and, and when I came on board, I realized very quickly that we are the liaison between the members and, and the board and really the organization because we, we kind of help bring members come on we volunteer at just about every event when there is an opportunity to uh, volunteer at any other organizations that we partner up with we're really the first ones to know about it and the first ones to really jump on that so we do help a lot with that um, we we like I said we bring in members and and we bring in different organizations we really help grow the grow and we are also able to join a lot of other committees like um, all of our events and all of the different things that we do with the chamber so it's it's really nice and it's really done a lot of things for me it's really helped me develop as a person and as a business owner so you've learned a lot no doubt huh? I have yes I really have I've surrounded myself with a lot of the people you know the people that are there they're successful and mm -hmm. and they're very excited to be there the, these are people that you that want to really come and be a part of it so it really has you know given me a lot of opportunity to grow within within the organization my business and as a person where's your so. business located at well we are i am licensed in california um i don't know how much you know about aflac but we do supplemental insurance and so i am licensed in california but my office is in santa Ana. i work you know on the outskirts in la san bernardino san diego you go where you need to go where i need to go exactly <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, really exciting. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. What about you, Carlos? Your business? Could you share with us? You, you might a little bit. What you know? What kind of business do you have? Sure. Being a small business owner, you know, and I don't want to turn this into a commercial, but <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the name of my business is called My Designer Print. We're a graphic design and printing company, and we help out with you know just doing graphic design printing materials for small, large companies. We have several big clients like Waste Management and other uh, mm -hmm. bigger companies that we work with. And obviously being involved with the Chambers opened up the doors for me to talk to these uh, um, companies like Disney and Aflac, as a matter of fact, also is one of our clients. So that's what, that's what my business is about, just helping out and really uh, helping people with their marketing needs. That's awesome. Mitch, can you share with us a little bit about your business? Sure. Uh, I have uh, Nine Dot Marketing, which is a sales and marketing consultancy and actually a subsidiary, Nine Dot Sales and Training. And on the marketing side, I do everything from strategic planning all the way through planning and buying media. After 30 years of being in the media, all different media, I uh, decided to do my own thing and help other companies market themselves. And then um, when I see companies that need help on the sales end, uh, because I was in sales and sales management, I'm able to look at their sales department and help restructure and, and come in with modules that will help move them uh, to a higher level than they're at currently. So you guys all feel like this chamber has really helped you with your businesses, I guess. Yeah. You wouldn't have been around for 10 years. Yeah, huh? I, right. I, mean, I had, actually, it's kind of interesting. I, I had a, a, you know, I spoke, I mentioned that I spoke about networking at several different places over the last uh, few years, and one of the places was to the youth chamber, and you should talk about that, right. too. Definitely. Um, so, um, Somebody sitting um, in the youth chamber was from the main chamber from Morgan Stanley Smith Barney and they ended up hiring me to do um, work for them and from that I got Wells Fargo and so forth. Then I was at the pre-event of the Australia Awards, which is what I want to talk about too, and some higher-up bosses from uh, Aflac were there, and they ended up hiring me to do some training uh, for them. So directly uh, from uh, being involved in this chamber, I've seen uh, revenue for my company. And it just adds, um, I've had other clients too, 
not from the chamber, but because I had those accounts in the chamber, I was able to show them, you know, that I did work for those companies and it got me I more business. I think we all like to work with people that come from a referral. You know, yes. absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. So what about this award? Uh, could you share with us a little bit about the... Is it the Estrella Awards? Estrella is Star, so it's it's like the Star Awards, mm -hmm. and uh, it actually this year is the 19th annual. It's at the Disneyland Hotel every year. This year it's April 14th, Saturday night, 6 to 12 p.m. And uh, essentially, it's set up to honor different individuals and businesses who have excelled either in the last year or in a lifetime capacity. So um, this year, in fact, we have two of the winners sitting right here. Nydia is winning for Ambassador of the Year, and she'll talk a little bit about mm -hmm. that. And then Carlos is winning actually for Small Business of the Year. But um, we actually have, um, I guess there's nine different members. Somebody's winning for Chamber Member of the Year. There's also Community Service. Uh, the corporate responsibilities going to the actual to the Disneyland Resort, who this year is actually, in addition to being the location of the event, has stepped up, and they're actually the host of the dinner, um, financially supporting um, the event. We also have uh, a community-based organization, Delhi Center, Education Mind Research Institute, and I guess the two uh, biggest awards would be Laura Diaz, formerly from uh, KCBS and also KABC in the past. She's winning the Media and Entertainment Lifetime Award. And uh, last but not least, of course, Dr. Gordon, who just retired from Cal State Fullerton, is winning the Lifetime Award for his involvement with the Latino community. Uh, their, their percentage of Latinos, of students, is um, approaching, I believe, 40%, which is huge. It's the biggest percentage uh, probably in the United States, and it's got to be the biggest number uh, just because of how big California is. But um, So um, he'll be the, um, you know, the big uh, prize winner. The achievement, and, lifetime uh, yeah, achievement. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, it's a fun – people really come to that event. In fact, I had somebody yesterday ask me who the keynote is, and there isn't a keynote. The main um, reason a lot of people come is to do network. It's really, people are there to look for opportunities uh, to meet new people and develop relationships. So we have a full hour before the dinner, then we have dinner and the awards, and then after people look forward to having dessert and another whole hour, and then we keep going with entertainment for dancing and so forth. People hang out for quite a while. And it's a black tie event, so right. it's really fun and, uh, to go to. We call that fancy networking. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, because you're wearing a tuxedo and everything, so it's fancy. Network. And we, um, we have uh, sponsorship opportunities still available. Okay. Uh, in fact, today we, uh, we learned that we have 43 of the 50 available tables sold, and so we're still looking for about seven more tables of 10 to be uh, taken. And great opportunity. Um, you know, we've got uh, companies already like AT&T, uh, Chevron, Comerica Bank, um, Kaiser Permanente, uh, who else? Uh, Santa Ana Chamber actually took a table. Edison, UCI actually has a table, a nonprofit table they've taken. Uh, Union Bank, Wells Fargo. So quite a, fit, a bit of uh, big companies have stepped you up. You guys are set up as a nonprofit, I take it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh -huh. We're set up as a nonprofit, but aside of the nonprofit, we have the foundation, the education foundation mm -hmm. that was created by our fearless leader, Mr. Ruben Franco. And the Education Foundation is uh, to help out kids with, you know, give them scholarships and help them out to further their education. We've been able to raise money through the Education Foundation through some of the committees and events that we have. For example, Casino Night, 
uh, that's hosted by Straub Distribution, uh, who's the biggest distributor for Budweiser here in Orange County. <laughs> They've been very generous with us, letting, letting us borrow their nice um, conference room that's just really nice. I mean, it's set up for an event like that, so we've been able to raise funds through that. Also through the golf tournaments that we have, which is another committee that we have, uh, we've been able to raise some money for that. And and the really nice thing about the Education Foundation is that through there, some of the students that were getting these awards decided to create or, or come up with the Youth Chamber. And we have a lot of uh, high school and college kids, and a lot of college kids that actually come here to UCI are part of the uh, Youth Chamber. I think uh, Liz uh, is a board member for Liz. I forget her last name. I'm sorry, Liz, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but uh, she is just wonderful. I mean, that youth chamber is on target with everything. Sometimes they make us look bad, you know, because they're always, like, asking me for stuff, and they're on, on point with everything. And I just tell them, you know, they're very organized, very structured, and we're very, very, very proud of them because that, that they are the future, and they're the ones that are going to be spearheading the chamber in the future. So we're looking forward to them you know, continuing the, the, their um, hard work with the chamber. How did you find these these youth, or did they find you? I mean, is it? I mean, is this? How long have you had this program? There, there were uh, there's a few people. I, I think I talked to you about uh, Richard Porras offline. Yep. Uh, Richard Porras from AT and T has been a big supporter of a lot of educational programs throughout the county over the years. Uh, he's on the board of directors actually of the Boy Scouts of America, and um, so he had the financial backing. And then it was a couple of different people. One was a former president, uh, Priscilla. Lopez of our uh, chamber and then the other I can't recall but she's involved in the Shimba which I talked to you earlier the uh, National Society of Is that Maria? MBAs. Yeah, Mar Maria, Maria, yeah. Maria Villegas. Yeah. yeah that's who it was and the two of them came up with the uh, the concept and so forth and it started with about 50 students and now in the third year it's over 300 students yes. strong they just had an event that blew me away and yeah. we got a lot of high school students there right. but at our chamber facility we have a courtyard out front and that place was full right. um, and very organized they they had a powerpoint presentation they presented hmm. to about membership and the benefits and then they uh, welcomed everybody for uh, dinner basically um, and just like Carlos was saying they're like on point very yeah. very much yeah. on target uh, very organized and it was what's great. the youngest member with the with the group with the young with the young I would say high school students yeah, probably like seniors uh, in high school yeah there's some juniors and seniors yeah, juniors and seniors they they had a few and then uh, at this last event I got some students about 25 to come from high school link from which is Santa Ana Valley mm -hmm. High and uh, they bust them over and they all had a great time and learned quite a bit and it's just um, in a lot of cases presenting opportunities uh, to the kids so that they know there's other things to do besides you know uh, getting into problems and right. so forth there there it's uh, getting them to graduate high school then graduate college and then either start a business or go to work for somebody right and uh, be productive so. and some of the kids that actually are involved with the youth chamber have uh, further their careers because of being in the youth chamber you know we've been exposed to the hispanic chamber of commerce through bigger companies i know we had some of the past board members get jobs with like a couple of accounting firms and bigger companies so mm -hmm. we know that this is working the bridge is it, it, it's it's get, the gap is getting bridged and making sure that these kids continue getting an education and then further in the education also and getting a good career with the with the big company and i learned too that uh there's a few chambers that are actually emulating this and using right. the idea to do it within their to start the same type of thing based on the success oh, of I this think it's a great great, great <coughs> idea 
Um, when you guys have your members, I understand it's not just a Santa Ana chamber, though. That you, even though you're based out of Santa Ana, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That it's this all of is a, County. it's all of mm -hmm. Orange County. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it started in Santa Ana because that's where the base of the Latino population has always been known to be. Um, but uh, as the population has migrated into other cities like Anaheim and Orange especially, right. uh, would be second and third uh, to Santa Ana, it's also gone to a lot of other areas. I mean, if you look at like San Juan Capistrano South and County. San Clemente, and yes. there's areas that have always been Latino for many years. We're but, everywhere now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually I, when I, I formerly worked at La and when I was there in research, I learned that there's at least one Latino in every county in the United States. Really? So, oh, it's huge. And uh, and so I was learning about it, not being Latino. But um, and growing up in Orange County, I grew up in Orange, where my high school maybe had 15 to 20 percent, and now that same high school is about 65 percent uh, Latinos in uh, you know at El Medina and Orange. So it's it's uh, changing. And my my reason for being involved too is that. You know, if, if you take 40% of any population and they're not thriving in business, it's going to kill the whole county. Right. So the county can't just ignore a whole group like that. They're, they've become the biggest segment. I shouldn't say they. <laughs> the yeah. Latino market. We, we bitch. We now, bitch. You're part of us. <laughs> He's an honorary Latino. So the population <laughs> is the biggest segment. I mean, it's biggest, bigger than any segment, um, including oh, uh, Caucasians. So um, you can't you can't uh, ignore that um, to try to uh, survive. The, the county has to recognize that. And and you have things. I mean, for the first time, I think a few years ago, Santa Ana actually had um, all their council members and the mayor. They're all Latino, and that had never happened before. Wow. Uh, wow. It was like two right. elections ago, believe it or not, mm -hmm. in the city of Santa Ana right. mm -hmm. and you see that across the county too um, we're, we're well known now uh, for Loretta Sanchez and her sister right mm -hmm. you know uh, you watch uh, you know the uh, the uh, State of the Union address and Loretta always goes to the end of the uh, aisle and sticks out her hand to shake the president's hand and um, mm -hmm. you know uh, people know and recognize her and her sister as being uh, from Orange County yes it's exciting the way the barriers have broke down. I mean, and it's not just in the Latino. It's in, you know, me as a female bricklayer, as I said. <laughs> yeah, that's a, right. There's a price you have to pay to get these barriers broke down for Absolutely. females especially. That's <laughs> well, right. You know, there's, uh, We're knocking there's, them down. there's 27 ethnic chambers in Orange County, and uh, the, the Hispanic chamber has actually taken part in what's called the President's Council, which is made up of all those ethnic chambers for joint events. Mm -hmm. So they really support one another because of exactly what you're talking about because one can't do business unto itself you've got to reach out and cross that um, there's how bridge. many did you say 27 ethnic chambers just in orange county mm -hmm. alone from uh i mean i won't go through all of them but i could probably name about a dozen of them yeah. but there's 27 what about in in la county do they have a hispanic chamber there that's as active as yours or there's there's a couple of organizations right. there's one uh the, lba the lba the latino and, business and, and there's some newer ones but um, they're, they haven't been around as long. Um, there's a regional one in Long Beach that's doing pretty well, uh, kind of from Long Beach to the South Bay. And there's other ones up like in uh, the San Fernando Valley. I think even the South Bay has another, um, uh, I can't remember if they call it a Latino organization or association. Right. It's a sub-association of the Torrance Chamber of Commerce. If and somebody wanted to reach out to get to you guys, what's the best way for them to contact you guys? Uh, definitely they could visit the website, 
um, and the website is uh, www.ochcc.org. They can visit the website, get some information about the chamber. We're currently making some changes on the website, so that domain name may change. But at the, at the meantime, they can definitely visit that website. And I have the phone number. It's uh, 714-953-4289. Do you have a regular office, or do, you, do you, that 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 is is a man during the daytime, or yes, um, it's uh, at twenty one thirty Fourth Street in Santa Ana, okay. right between the five and the fifty five freeways uh, in at the, the Olive, Olive Crest, Crest Field, yeah. Olive, Olive Crest, Crest Building. Yeah. Yes. Olive Crest. Yeah, the the Olive Foundation. Crest the Foundation. They've been very uh, generous with us, and they wow. were they actually wanted to house the chamber when they found out that we were moving from the previous location. So they reached out to the chamber. Is it come on to one of our buildings and we'll house you guys there? That's amazing. Mm -hmm. no, that's a, the support is just like you know, if we could just beat down the barriers and everybody help one another, you know, it's either we're all going to win or we're all going to lose. That's huh? right. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yes. How has the organization been during the hard times the past few years? Has it has it grown? <laughs> stayed the same? Um, you know. I would say that we um, we've been able to grow the organization uh, mm -hmm. despite of the changes and just the economical hardship that you know everybody's mm -hmm. been through um, but I think it's the uh, the force that we have you know the uh, volunteers like Nitty and Mitch myself and many other board members uh, I think you know Eddie uh, Kliaris with State Farm he's another guy who's very instrumental with the youth chamber he's like their advisor and he's always helping them out teaching them how to network and you know how to grow their business and, and how to grow the chamber so I think with because of the people that we have we've been able to keep it afloat and and grow the organization even through the tough times. I think things are going to get better. I feel it Absolutely. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll get better if we if we make them better. We you know, this better. economy is going to stay like it is, but we have to think. You know what? We have to stay positive, and we have to just keep on moving forward. It, it will we'll all come out on top. I do believe. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is there anything that you guys would like to share? We have a couple of minutes that we you know that you think are important that people might want to know about the chamber that we didn't touch on maybe touch on a few more of the uh, programs right a couple yeah. of the programs we have like i mentioned casino night uh the golf committee we also have a technology committee that gets involved you know especially right now with all the social media and web development they're working on that working on a couple of platforms to kind of implement into the chamber to uh, eventually open up to other chambers and start networking amongst all the chambers um other committees we have are legislative legislative committee who's actually um the chair for the legislative legislative committee is Eddie Kiaris and also Alba Rubalcaba from Disney. Mm -hmm. And they go to Sacramento and hear what's going on, all the policies that are being made up down there. And they come down here and let us know what's going on and, you know, how's that's going to affect small businesses and, and the chamber. This uh, chamber is actually part of a national uh, association. So within California, there's the California Hispanic Chambers. There's about 80 chambers, just Hispanic chambers in California. And then across the United States, I don't know the number there, but all those chambers then kind of fold into the U.S. Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And when you get to that level, there's a lot of legislation that's going on, and they're going to Washington at that level to talk about different issues tied to the Latino business population. Yep. 
That really sounds exciting, though. I mean, you know, knowing that, you know, companies are jumping in here and, you know. They are. They're very, you know, like I said, um, even during the hard times we had, especially during the hard times is when we grew more because people understand the importance about networking. Mm -hmm. And not only networking, but just affiliating yourself with other organizations, other companies that could definitely um, help you, you know, with your business. So we've been very fortunate with that. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming in and sharing this valuable information. Thank <laughs> you. Well, we want to thank, thank you for thank uh, you. definitely allowing us to come here and, and talk about the chamber and obviously Estrella, which is our big event that's coming up. Like we call it our fancy networking, and that's definitely Carlos if, calls it. The I call it that. <laughs> I guess that's me. But uh, definitely, if you if if it's you great. want to participate or be involved with it, you know, we're still looking for volunteers for Estrella committee. And definitely, if you can't volunteer or participate, make sure you go to the event, and you'll have a blast. Plug in there, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its border regions. My name is Ann, and you've been listening to Operation Community Stimulus. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them blue 